Hello, I have the lovely Zoe with me. Hi, Zoe, would you like to introduce yourself and tell us a little bit about yourself? Um, I'm boring. <laughs> uh, I am called Zoe. Um, I, oh my God, I don't even know what to say. This is really embarrassing. First start. But, uh, okay, so I am a book blogger. I've been book blogging for about four years now. And then March this year, I decided to set up my own book tour organisation business, organising business, get the words right. And then from there, it stemmed to writing a book. Um, I'm originally from Watford, as you know, uh, and I am married to um, a guy in the army. We met before he joined the army um, and he joined the army nine years ago. And we currently live in Dover. And I have a spitfire of a child who is seven and a half, as she likes to tell everybody. <laughs> Not seven, seven and a half. It's very important and age. <laughs> yeah, whereas at our age, we're like, no, <laughs> we'll go for the lower number. Thank you. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so... Um, well, I don't know. I watch a lot of football. I love all, all sports. I love books, movies. Um, yeah, I, I'm an accountant, just to go on the other side. So I deal with numbers daily. Um, I've worked in the movie industry, which is why I love movies so much. But now I'm working for an arts charity. And that's about it in a nutshell, really. <laughs> And the reason you're boring, you're not the <laughs> And the reason we're here is because you wrote books. Yeah, that's weird. <laughs> uh, do you have it to hand? I do. I thought I'd better, but I felt really odd having it. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, this is Ouija. Um, it is book two in a series by question mark press but it's in the style of point horrors and it, in the style of point horrors you can read them in any order but you can get numbers at the bottom so you might want to collect them <laughs> <laughs> um jim's done jim od's done book number one just camp death and yeah i'm book number two so yeah you always wanted to write um well, when I, I remember when I was about four, I always wanted to work with numbers. That was it for me, numbers, nothing else, because I hated writing in English. Like, you know, English lessons, I hated doing English. I just wanted numbers because I've always found with numbers, you can't go wrong. There is only one right answer. And I love that. I was like, yeah, that's it. Like English, it's your own interpretation. When you read in books, you know, everyone picks up different things and yeah so no it was always always maths that was there and then a couple of years ago um there's been a lot of problems like a lot of history of my family and so I started to draft a novel about a woman who married a soldier and I used quite a lot of real life um stories that are, and um, I found that quite cathartic nowhere near finished it it's about 12,000 words then I had a dream about Chris Evans, who plays Captain America, not the radio DJ. 
and that was a very nice dream but then it gave me an idea for another story so I wrote about 36,000 words and again they're both unfinished and then it was only when um Jim mentioned about point horrors and horror and everything and that's my go-to genre everything horror creepier the darker the bloodier the better and um I don't really remember how it came out. I don't know if it was suggested or offered or whatever. I said, I'll give it a go, but I have no ideas at all. And uh, I remember making the bed and then the prologue came into my head. And I was like, oh my God, go write this down. And then it kind of stemmed from there, really. And now I've got about another five ideas to go. <laughs> <laughs> Whether I can do them or not is another thing. But yeah, there might be another five from me. We'll see. <laughs> And for anyone that doesn't know, do you want to give a brief outline of Ouija? <laughs> How about I just read the back? <laughs> if you wish. <laughs> so from the back of the book, uh, it just says, the only things for certain is the deaths were no accident. Raina High School, once a prestigious school, stands in ruin after such a terrible event. A year later, a group of friends return to the abandoned school and their nightmares begin. Something wants to get out and won't take no for an answer. That, that's the book <laughs> and when writing it what was your favourite scene to write um, and what was the hardest scene to write uh, I'll go with the hardest first and I think that was the first time I had to kill someone one, when one of my characters died the first character that died I actually cried I was like I can't believe I'm writing this this is hurting <laughs> and I think the final scene between two of the characters um, near the end of the book. I think because I used nicknames that me and my best friend have, I found that really hard as well because it felt like I was saying it to her. And again, I can't really say much, but yeah, I found that that really hard. Um, my favourite, well, was it my favourite scene to write? Uh, oh my God. I quite like writing the prologue, even though it's quite gruesome and creepy. Um, I think one of my favourite scenes, actually, <laughs> even though I hate the bloody things, was writing the scenes about the, the porcelain doll. The first time you meet Ruby, she's moved. I actually quite enjoyed that. I don't know why, it just it creeped the hell out of me, and I must admit... Because this this is where I write normally, in, um, in the backgrounds of Florida's ceiling mirror, and I found most of my time quite like sort of looking over, getting quite creeped <laughs> out, and because the doors normally open, because um, Alicia's normally sleeping in bed, and I'm like, there's no one there, it's fine. <laughs> but yeah, I say I say Ruby, like the scenes with Ruby, and probably the initial scene when they're doing the Ouija board. That was quite quite good fun to write. I never thought about that before. <laughs> and um, you said that you used uh, nicknames that you and your friends use. And did you um, name other characters after people you know? No, none of the characters are named after anyone I know. But there are a lot of um, phrases and um, sort of. I wouldn't say secret messages, but, you know, there's little phrases, stories um, in there that are to do with other people. Um, there's a scene where they couldn't remember a 
teacher's name. So they said like Anthony Gil uh, Pipe Gillett Green. Well, it's my maiden name, my mum's maiden name, my best friend's maiden name and her now married name. Um, so I had to do that as a little joke. Uh, it was a story in there about Kaylee and her dad and thunderstorms. That, that's a true story of me and my dad. Um, and then just little phrases like um, sheesh kebab. That's one of my phrases that I say all the time. Yes, you do. <laughs> yeah, I do. <laughs> yeah, quite a lot, that one. And, um, yeah, there was just little things like that that I included, sort of. But, yeah, none of the characters are named. Oh, sorry, I lied. I lied there. Raina High is obviously is named after Matt from QMP. And Jim is... Um, I can't say the surname of the character, but the Jim character was named after Jim of QMP. So yeah, I, I, that was my way of saying thanks to them, <laughs> giving them the awful bits. <laughs> um, when you actually started writing, what did you find you enjoyed most about it? And what did you find more difficult than you anticipated? Uh, I loved the research. I loved researching everything about the book. Um, I mean, I'd done a Ouija board when I was a kid and I'm pretty sure there's something still at my mum's house. But it's not, luckily, it was nowhere near as bad as the book. <laughs> um, things went missing in the house, but it, yeah, that's about it. My glasses, I remember going missing and found them underneath my mattress. Right? And there's no, there was no one else upstairs. My mum and dad were downstairs. So random things like that. Um, I loved researching the demon. Um, and when I was, well, I was researching about Ouija boards and, you know, other people's experiences and different things you have to save with a Ouija board. And so I included that in the book. But when I found the demon and what he spells out on, when you know you summoned him, he spells out Z-O, Z-O, Z-O. I had to include him because when I was growing up, my nickname was Zozo. And I still get called it now. So I was like, oh, but it's fate. It's got to be that demon. Um, and I quite enjoyed reading up about him and how, what type of demon was, because he was never really um, like the demon he's portrayed, like in my book, or The Exorcist, which is where the idea came from as well. He was actually a protector of the humans against his sister. So it was all quite interesting to read all about that. Um, researching about the different ways the characters died, like one of them had to be careful with, because obviously didn't want to promote it being a team book, you've got to be careful you don't promote different things. So that was quite interesting and had to make sure it would work. Um, yes, yeah, so I loved, I just loved the research. Um, the worst thing was formatting the bloody thing. I <laughs> cannot repeat what I said, but it was very closely got, it was very close to getting deleted and never existing. <laughs> trying to format the paperback and then didn't realise you had to do an ebook and an ARC and trying to get them onto Amazon. Oh my God. <laughs> but at one o'clock in the morning, I think I'd lost it. I very nearly pressed delete. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, that I hate, but I'm over that now. Just. <laughs> You've done it now. It's fine. It's out there. It's all good. <laughs> Yeah, although I did realise I didn't even spell my name right, so that don't help. I forgot my bloody um, umlaut over the E, didn't I? Dumbass. <laughs> <laughs> OK, 
<laughs> Have you met an author who cannot spell their bloody name? <laughs> yeah. Say <Say> nothing. <laughs> <laughs> Um, did you have a favorite character? Oh, I think, well, because the characters are different when I started writing it, when I first planned it, the, it's hard to say, but the ones, and I say ones, <laughs> who survived, <laughs> one of them wasn't meant to and someone else was meant to. Um, yeah so that that um yeah that that was a bit weird and I think one of one of my characters <laughs> I quite like <laughs> no I have to say if I have to choose one I quite like John even though he's a little rat bag that started everything I quite like John and Laura I don't know even though she whined a lot and I was rolling my eyes at her a lot I think part of her I could relate to so I quite uh, in a way I don't know I don't know that it's just weird I, I liked them all <laughs> I just want them to choose <laughs> and will we be seeing them again the ones that survived obviously are they going to crop up again well, that's the plan only one of them will come back I think I know which one but I can't obviously say um, and I know that someone has said there's a lot of unanswered questions and I and it had been said to me before, but I'd purposely done that in case I wanted to do a sequel. Um, I think, yeah, I've, I will do a sequel at some point. I went up um, where I live. I mean, you can't see it, but I can see it looking out my windows. An old fort from, um, I think it's World War Two, And we went walking up there a while ago and I took, I think I sent you loads of creepy photos so that that might be the place where it happens but yeah I think one of the characters will come back into that book just to mainly shout at everybody <laughs> um, so now you've written your first book and it's young adult horror is that a genre that you're going to stick in or would you like to write a full-length novel or an adult horror or anything else um well, it depends if anyone actually still wants to read what I have to say. <laughs> I mean, I, I did quite like, because like, horror is my go-to. I love horror. You know, I was watching, while I was writing and researching, I was watching horror, uh, like, ghost adventures on that's set in, you know, America, where they go around investigating different things. And it was just, it's something I love. So I probably will stick to writing young adults horror. Um Although the two that I've got started, they aren't horror. <laughs> They're like um, just fiction, um, bit of romance, but not over over the top. Um, so I might finish them at some point. But yeah, I think I think for the moment I might just stick to a bit of horror. <laughs> <laughs> we'll see. And although it's been a short journey so far, what's been your favourite moment? Um, I don't know because to, it sounds really cliche. It just still doesn't feel real. Like even reading these reviews, like because obviously the book tours coming on and, and everything, reading everyone's reviews, and even though I'm like, oh, this this is my book, it doesn't feel like it's my book. Um, 
so I'm not, I, I sit and read it I'm like oh I quite like to read this book <laughs> that sounds really cocky I don't mean it to sound really cocky <laughs> I'm not that's not me I don't know um I think just writing it and and getting the initial feedback from people um even like holding the book that was just like it just doesn't it just doesn't feel real I think I don't know if it ever will but yeah I think just writing the research and just being able to have fun with it that's been quite good so far and obviously reading everyone's reviews because it's just amazing to see what people thought and the things the different things that people have picked up on that I didn't necessarily realize I'd done so like although it's really short people a lot of people commented on the friendship of the group and I didn't think I had it explored it as enough as I could and so it's quite nice to pick up that people have said you know you can you can sense the friendship that's that's quite nice and if you were to uh, give any advice to anyone out there that wanted to do it what would you tell them just do it (laughs) I mean if I can do it anyone can do it numbers are I mean words are not my strong point it's all numbers I'm you know um but I would I'd just say just do it um get writing I think the hardest bit is getting started getting your ideas and it took me a while to get an idea for the book and it's when you're not thinking about it and like I say getting the prologue just when I'm changing you know doing something as mundane as changing the bloody bed sheets it was and now it's like you talk I talk to people and I was talking to my friend the other weekend about a book I got an idea for for the next one and she come up with some other ideas and I was like oh oh yeah that could work and then my friend at work gave me an idea he came in selling an idea to me and then I was like I laughed it out the door and then I was sitting there working I'm like actually and it's just now I opened up this side of my brain I didn't actually realize existed <laughs> so yeah you just gotta get I'd just say get those opening words done and just go with it and see what happens yeah if you were able to spend a day with any author dead or alive who would you like to spend a day with oh my god um I don't know um Hmm, this is a tough one. I've got a couple of people. I don't know. I don't know why I'm looking at my bookshelf because all my books are downstairs. Um I suppose if I'm sticking with the horror, it would have to be one of my favourite authors. Um can I be cheeky of two? Okay, that's fine then. One is dead, one's alive. <laughs> so the 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 first one would be a guy called Richard Lehman. Because he's like he's before Stephen King it was all about him for me everything I loved the the the, everything about his books it was just senseless inane blood guts gore everything it was brilliant um and then that led me on to find an author called Jonathan Jans who I'm surprised doesn't give me a restraining order yet but um moving along the um he writes in the same sort of style as Richard Lehman and he's got um I think the first book I read of his I I sing about it to everybody anyone that wants to read horror I always tell them to read The Siren and the Spectre by Jonathan Jans because it's got enough blood and guts but it's also creepy as hell about a haunted house oh my god it was brilliant though um 
and I just love yeah those two have very similar styles and I think I'd just love to spend the day with them and picking their brains on a side note obviously I have to say Jim and Matt of QMP because they paid me (laughs) (laughs) had to be done (laughs) oh bless you yeah um, and if you were to have four famous people to a dinner party, who would you invite? Um, I would have to have Elvis Presley because I grew up with my dad loving everything to do with Elvis. Um, yeah, he was very, very strong influence with in my life with my dad. Um, just to annoy Kate, I'd have Kelly Jones as Stereophonics because he is my number one. Um, I would have to have Arnold Schwarzenegger because he was my very first celebrity crush. Um, and I'm, I just find the guy fascinating. Um, I read his autobiography and I just have so many questions I'd love to ask him about his life, about everything to do with the movies. Just, yeah. Um, fourth one. So this is throwing me because you only ever normally get asked three. Now you're asking me for four. I've got to think of another one. God, woman. I didn't think it was going to be easy, did you? Well, a little bit. I'm going to say... I'm going to... Oh, annoyed my cat now. Uh, I'm going to say, just to keep in the theme of where I went yesterday with Tower of London, I'd have to have Henry VIII. Just because I find that man absolutely fascinating. I think he's a right pig with what he did. And I wouldn't have survived if I was ever picked to be one of the wives, that's for sure. But, um, yeah, I just find him fascinating. Like, the way he just changed religion just to suit his mood and what he did to his wife, Yeah. I suppose he can just sit down the other end of the table. He can eat. I can have Ellie, uh, Elvis and Kelly duetting and Arnie can just tell me, talk to me in his accent. I don't care what he's saying. <laughs> yeah, that'll be do. That'll do. <laughs> All men as well, interesting. Oh, yeah. I should really throw a woman in there at some point, shouldn't I? Nah. That's up to you. No. Nah. No. That's not true. <laughs> <laughs> I sound like a right old hussy now. <laughs> all men always choose all women generally, so it's fine. Okay. Yeah. I'm not so much of a hussy then. <laughs> <laughs> and apparently um the town that I'm from is famous because Henry VIII um divorced for the first time in our primary church. Oh yes, I believe that is the one interesting fact that Constable. <laughs> At least you have one. You must have loads. Well, we've got the whole. Well, if you're talking Watford, I can't think of the top of my head. I'm going blank. But if you talk about surrounding areas, you've got George Michael, Elton John. Oh no, Jerry Halliwell was born there, and I've met her, and I met her mum, and she dated my friend's dad because they lived down the road from us. That much. Um, got a football team. <laughs> there's yeah, there's there is loads, but you know when your brain goes blank, 
it's there's nothing <laughs> it's because I've worn you out of all my questions <laughs> yeah, no it's fine <laughs> I'm waiting for the really hard ones here <laughs> no I'm not going to be mean I'll wait till you've written a few books and then I'll really throw them at you <laughs> oh it's fine I can handle it I put my big girl pants on today <laughs> Um, I don't have actually um, any more questions really I don't think I actually have a list because I wrote some new ones down because um, you know I've um, asked so many questions and I'm trying to think of some different ones but you're uh, handling them too easy so it's no fun (laughs) (laughs) go on for a hard one then I'll pretend that it's really stumped me well, I mean, you expected, um, so I'm going to have to ask what your most embarrassing moment was. I don't even know if I have one. Now, that I don't believe. <laughs> My whole life's an embarrassment. <laughs> <laughs> or I've just blocked them all out because they were that embarrassing. I don't know. It's just stupid things with me because... I think is what my friends come to expect, really, because I'm a bit dappy. Well, I'm I'm known as the dappy one of the group growing up. Um, I don't know. I don't, I don't know. I'm just. I think because I don't get embarrassed easy. Like, okay, that's a hard one now. Actually. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I'm, I find it very hard to be embarrassed, I think, because I just get on with just being a bit stupid because that's just me. <laughs> I, I'm the one that will say the inappropriate things and just walk off. Um, I always remember once when I was younger, though, and it's, not, it, it's embarrassing to me, but it's really not that bad. But there was a really hot uh, postie when I used to go to my walk to work. And I think he said morning to me and I said something really stupid but I really can't remember what it was and I spent the rest of the day thinking what a twat (laughs) um I think I just blocked out whatever I said to him but it was one of those things I think he even stopped and looked at me as if say did she just say that (laughs) so that's probably about as embarrassing as it gets um I embarrass but I embarrass my friends all the time we go out if we go out clubbing I always break out the Chandra dance or the Joey dance and they're just like, oh my god, <laughs> just step aside from her. Um, yeah, but if I don't do these stupid things, no one else is going to. So one of the stupid things I did because I did, didn't, I did get told off by the bouncer. But um, when I worked in the movies, where we worked in London, above us was the Guinness Book of Records, and um, the the lady in reception coming to the main office when I was in there because finance always shunted right out back so I was in the main office talking to um, home entertainment and she come out and said oh someone's up at Guinness Book of Records there's all these people outside screaming and I think so we all went to look out the window and big banners and everything it was Michael Jackson and so uh, we were like oh my god should we go and sneak up the stairs are we going to have a look so then we saw the lift coming down and someone dared me to press the button as you do so I pressed the button and the bouncers opened the door and the doors open, not the bouncers, the doors open. The bouncers were like, oh my God, oh my God. and we're all just going, oh, Michael Jackson. 
he's like hi hi and he wanted to talk to us and the bouncers like giving me these evils was like where they I, I didn't do that <laughs> so I took a quick photo as well because you know it has to be done but yeah I think I've kind of bored you with that because I've upset you because I haven't got an embarrassing story I just my whole life I do something embarrassing but it doesn't bother me it bothers everybody else <laughs> I embarrass my child daily that's in the contract when you become a mum so that's fine <laughs> oh my friends my friends are like are you still going to behave like this when she's 13 in secondary school like, yeah. <laughs> yeah I'm gonna get course. worse I'm like love you Bob love you pumpkin she's like yeah see you later mum <laughs> wait till she's 16 got loads of embarrassing videos but that's what I do I embarrass everybody else <laughs> That is definitely the way to do it. <laughs> <laughs> I think so. Uh, if I was to ask Shane what your most annoying habits were, what would he say? He'd probably have a two-page A4 piece of paper ready for you. <laughs> uh, nag, probably. But I think most men say that about their wives. I don't see it as nagging. I just say see it as... I've asked you to do something you haven't done it. I'm going to tell you about 10 times until you do it. No, not that bad. <laughs> no, I think he, I think he'll find, I think he finds he's quite lucky. Like a lot of people think he's under the thumb when it's further the army lads always joke saying he's under the thumb. Because like, <laughs> if they get called up for stuff, he's like, oh, I've just got to let my wife know. And it's not, he's under the thumb and I'm saying, yes, you can go. Yeah, no, you can't. It's just like, I, the message generally says, just to let you know I'm doing this and then he'll get back another message that's quite rude <laughs> um I probably can be quite lazy at times so I'll probably say that and I, I don't do things how he likes it but then he doesn't do things how I like them so yeah that's probably apart from that I'm a delight those are his words. He says that to me daily, that he's a delight. So I just throw him back in his face. <laughs> Perfect. Sounds like, yeah. <laughs> but then he doesn't live here, so it's quite nice. So I can't annoy him at the moment. Although I did really annoy him the other day because I brought a sharp hoover. I thought he hung up the phone on me. I said to Alicia, don't tell him. So she told him. And then the phone went silent. I was like, hello, are you still there? <laughs> so, yeah, I think that definitely doesn't buy, it does annoy me. I'm quite impulsive and I'm crap with money despite working with money daily. <laughs> so, that would upset him. Yeah. That's probably the worst habit, the worst thing. <laughs> oh, that's just, yeah, that's tickled me. That's quite funny. <laughs> My Charlotte the shark was very well, like, she's amazing. That's her name, Charlotte, because you have to name these things. So I, I show off now. I'm like, look at Charlotte. She can bend underneath the table. Can Henry the Hoover do that? <laughs> so Shane's like, I'll just move the table. And that's, that's boring. And she can bend <laughs> under the table. <laughs> so, yeah. No, that's probably... Apart from that, I'm delighted. <laughs> <laughs> it doesn't sound boring anyway <laughs> I am actually really boring you're not boring oh, wow. you don't have time to be boring anyway you're always busy well yeah 
That could be seen as boring, though. Um, oh, I don't know. It depends. Yeah, it depends on what world you're in, whether you're in the crazy book world where we just think you're insane or to other people who just think you're weird for a bit. <laughs> yeah, I've always said I'm like Marmite. You either like me or you hate me. There's definitely no in-between with me. I either grate on you and you can't be in the room with me or you think I'm just that absolute batshit crazy. You have to, to see what I'm going to do next. <laughs> Yeah. Yes. That's generally something stupid that come out of my mouth sooner or later. I've been quite well contained here so far, I think. You have, I'm impressed. I'm or just crazy. I'm not sure. <laughs> <laughs> I kind of kept the crazy down yeah. a little bit. <laughs> Me too, actually, because, you know, I still have a reputation to keep, I think. You well, I think, my re- oh, right, I think Yeah, maybe. That may have been short already, I'm not sure. <laughs> <laughs> but people still want to be interviewed by me so well there we go <laughs> it can't be that bad no I hope not anyway well you've gone really easy on me I'm a bit disappointed to be fair <laughs> this time next time <laughs> if there's a next time I might not write another book you will because I'm going to nag you okay you, you nag me, so I will nag you. Seems fair. See, look, you think I nag. Well, nag is an easy word. Gentle encouragement is probably fairer. <laughs> okay. I'll take yeah. that. <laughs> and again, it's justified, so. <laughs> <laughs> well, there we go then. <laughs> yeah. Unfortunately, I have no combat. It's fair. I'm like, yes. <laughs> so um are you actually working on another book at the moment i am but it's it will be in uh if jim likes it it will be in the um the series but it's not as scary it's more like because obviously not all point horrors were horrors um they're a bit more psychological thriller-ish for the young age so this one's probably going to tend to go to that way but from some of the things that people said I'm now thinking I might put that on the back burner and write the the horror one I've got in my head well I've got two but I might write one of them instead and put the thriller one on the back burner I think I don't know that I had I'm very much with OCD I have to write them in the order I thought about them and yeah so um, I don't know but the one I really want to write I might write instead so yeah there's if they're any good (laughs) there's more coming (laughs) if if they if they're any good yeah hopefully (laughs) well I don't have any more questions for you my lovely for now okay okay so Would you like to just show your book off again and remind everyone where they can get it and when they can get it? Okay. I feel like I've got to let off well easy here. <laughs> I've asked you loads of questions. It doesn't feel like it. It's just flown. It's very odd. I think it's because I was really nervous before. I was like, when you when I was waiting for the link, I was like, sick. I can't do this. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Right. Well, it's Ouija. I wrote it. 
So that's my name there. Uh, the ebook is out on Monday on Amazon, currently 99p. And the paperbacks you can actually buy now. Surprisingly, because I got one. I paid for it because <laughs> Amazon <laughs> was messing me about. So I bought my own book. <laughs> so pompous, isn't it? I brought my own book. Yes, one does it. <laughs> I might even write a little signature to myself. <laughs> oh, Zoe, thanks for all the support. Love Zoe. <laughs> okay, the crazy came out. Sorry. <laughs> um, um, and yeah, like it's out on Monday, which is really, really weird. But it's going to be awesome. Yeah, it is going to be I awesome. I have to get drunk. I can't get too drunk because I got work. I go back to work after two weeks' holidays, so I've got to be. But yeah, I think I might have a drink to celebrate. I haven't got anything planned. I think some friends come over, but don't really know what you do on publication day. No, I even talking to authors, I still don't know. Some work, some get drunk. It just seems to be a meh. <laughs> it's just either one or the other, isn't it? I don't know. I want to mar- I want to do something to mark it because it's the first book, but don't know. See what, yeah. happens. See what yeah. happens on Monday. When, when all the one-star reviews come out, I'll be drinking. <laughs> no, not going to happen. It'll be amazing. Oh, no. no. I, I fully expect it's not going to appeal to everyone. I've already seen some people comment saying, because it's still a Ouija board, they're not going to pick it up. And that's fine. You know, I don't have any problems with that because even as a young adult book, I don't think it's going to appeal to everyone. But, yeah, I, I take any criticism on board, constructive criticism. So, yeah, can't learn otherwise. I won't be able to write another book if everyone just says how amazing I am. <laughs> Which they have. So, yeah. Yeah, I paid everyone, didn't you know? Is that it? Have you peeped at one book now that I can't do anymore? <laughs> yeah, I'm like one hit wonder. I've run out of money, so I can't pay anybody else to write me a glowing review. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, that is a slight issue, isn't it? You have to start yeah. saving so you can write a second book. <laughs> I know. I'll start saving, write, and then I'll just pay everyone again. Please <laughs> <laughs> write this nice review. I'm joking. No, I, I, I am completely... Um, I'm just so humbled by it all, like, just the reviews. The fact people are taking the time out to read it it's just yeah it's it's an amazing experience so far it really is and, and that's just a book it. tour as well that isn't even the proper yeah. release day and release uh, out into the world reviews that's just book no tour um and i know a blog tour has got to be promotional because i've been like i said i've been a blogger now for four years so it is a promotional tool um and there have been points in there that i've taken on board from other people um things that they've said so, like I say, one blogger did say there was a lot of things that weren't answered. But, I mean, they wouldn't have known that I did that on purpose. But it's nice to know that they've had those questions and seeing, like, what people have said and the questions people have raised, it's, it's yeah, it's just amazing. Like, And it's just nice to know that everyone's taken so well to my book. Like, I never thought, like I say, numbers is always my strong point because you can only have one answer with, yeah, the fact that people like it, it's just been amazing. But yeah, I'll probably a one hit one. Though. 
<laughs> I think it might be. <laughs> I won't let you. I will nag. I sound like a right pleb, though. I better sound like a right pleb. This is a one-head wonder. Yeah, I'm not going to do any more. <laughs> oh, I need to shut up because this is live, well recorded, and people are going to see my twat I really am. Well, the truth had to come out eventually, to be honest, didn't it? Yeah, so you can't hide forever. <laughs> I like to keep it contained. <laughs> That's why I keep mine to before I record and after. And then when I'm recording, I'm professional-ish. That's not fair. So you've made me look like the twat where you just started all professional. Exactly. Too bloody right. Rude. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'm not really an idiot, I promise. No. <laughs> to anyone who actually watches this, I'm not really. <laughs> she is. Even yeah. though I call you crazy blog lady, I still think you're awesome, so it's all fine. Oh, fine. Someone has to. Yeah. I'll hate Leah. Thanks. Thanks. <laughs> 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 I think my child thinks I'm awesome, so it's okay. At least someone does, but she has to. Yeah, even when you're embarrassing her, yeah? Oh, God, yeah. Daily. <laughs> Hourly. <laughs> oh, well, thank you very much. Thanks for having me.